Hey, my name is Neil Brennan. I have a special Netflix called Blocks. Friends come on, tell me about their blocks. That's perhaps the podcast that you're watching. I don't know when I should stop explaining it to people, the listeners. But I feel like we'll get some new people this week. Can you promise me new people? I'm kidding. My guest today, Atsuko Okatsuka, everybody. Now, let me say something. If I'm known for one thing, it's for taking credit for things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I love going, I, 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 what did I, I said he was. Yeah. I cannot take credit for you. I, in fact, I have to do the opposite, which is there was a oh. Netflix pilot before COVID, like the day before COVID. Yeah. And it was basically a comedy competition, which everybody loves. Comedians love to be a part of them, and it's there's nothing humiliating about them. The judges were Tig Notaro, Dion Cole, me. People would come on, and then they'd do three minutes or five minutes, and then we'd, then one, we'd like bid on them. It was like the voice. Yeah. And um, I— You I, didn't I, choose me. I didn't choose you. I Tig allowed, did. Tig did. You said you allowed— <laughs> I allowed, I allowed Tig. Tig to take you. <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to stand in the way. Wow. Of what was one of the great comedy love affairs, I think, at this point. Yeah. I didn't know. Uh, you never told me you didn't want to get in the well, way. Well, I don't know if I... I don't even remember my thought process. <laughs> I will say, though... Yeah. You know when you see certain people and you're like, because you have like a look and a aesthetic, mm -hmm. a part of me thought like, is this a gimmick? Mm. But I've since seen you write You've got one of my favorite marriage jokes I've ever heard. Oh, thank literally you. one of my favorite. Like, fuck. Like, there are so few, not so few, but like, you know, where you're like, I would do that. Give me that. Mm -hmm. I'll do that <laughs> verbatim the way you just did it. Uh, you can watch it on her new special, The Intruder, on HBO. Or is it just? You know Max what's now? funny? I don't have. I cut that joke out of that hour. You did? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's going on my next. One. Yeah, I bet yeah. it is. Yeah, I, yeah, that's yeah. Usually how that works. <laughs> yeah, uh, like no, so, I'm, I'm not. I don't, I'm not going to need this. And then you're like, uh, right? Yeah, I was like, oh, I won't throw it in the trash, trash. Yeah, but you know, yeah, yeah. So that I actually didn't put it in there, but you um, put it in the trash, but you haven't deleted trash yet. Yeah, but then you know, uh, there's like a expiration for that, right? Uh, I don't believe that. Oh, yeah? Oh, good. I, I no longer... I believe that it's our material. Uh-huh. Mm. Oh, I meant just uh, the actual computer trash. Oh, oh, it'll 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 <laughs> empty on itself. Yes, after right, right, 30 right. days, probably. But I also, be, I also agree. I don't believe jokes in, in just your brain as the trash can. Um, there's an expiration date. I don't think so, too. But there is a level of, like, pride of, like, am I doing... This? But that joke's so fucking sturdy and so uh like will work would have worked would, sorry i'm getting choked up would yeah, have worked 40 years ago <laughs> would have worked 40 years ago and will work 40 years from now oh, um so it keeps coming back into my life just like you we're bringing it full circle <laughs> so you. no yeah and yeah no tig and i uh really met on that shoot yeah. too I I met you, Dion, and Tig really for the first time on that shoot. I think. Um, where were you? Where was I? I Meaning, was... like, what were you doing? Like, what? Where <laughs> were? You, what rooms were you working? Because Birbiglia knew about you. You were opening for Birbiglia. Not yet. Oh, Not you weren't. Yet. Yeah, I I was just like a you know dynasty. I should lie and said I told him about you. Sure, you can. Yeah, but he would know that's not true because he found me online. And oh, yeah. 
a lot of people have found me online. <laughs> they sure have. Yeah, because yeah, I was at like theaters. I was like a Dynasty typewriter, mostly like a Dynasty typewriter girl. And then the sure. improv would have me um, more like random, like house shows and stuff like that, you know, when we met. Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't like touring yet and stuff like that. But I had been doing stand-up for a while. I just um, was still figuring out, I think, how to ah, make it land, you know, like the right way. But it's funny. I don't know how long it took, Mm -hmm. but it's correct. Oh, uh-huh. Like uh-huh. the, your tone, you're, you're getting laughs in weird places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're like, because when I read, we also did a Planters commercial together. Right, right. <laughs> and when I read your jokes, I was like, I don't know if these are good. And then I saw <laughs> you do them. I was like, oh, these are fucking hilarious. Right, right. But it's like, they wouldn't have worked for anyone. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they worked for you because you like, can do a thing where you, I'm sure you bomb like everybody, but like you can train the audience to come to your. Like cadence. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. All right. So the, the show, the big, it's not on your, it's not one of your blocks, but I, it's a thing I want to talk about, which is Mm -hmm. where are you from, from like when Mm -hmm. you moved here, right? I moved here. Yeah. I moved here from Japan, uh, near Tokyo, a prefecture called Chiba. And then I was born in Taiwan. Yeah. Okay. And your mom came and dad came? Just mom and grandma and me came. Okay. Three generations of women. Great. Yeah. And there's some mental illness stuff mm-hmm. floating around? Yes. And my and my mom. It's there. And my mom. And probably, I mean, so floating in all of us, right. really. Uh, but yeah, my mom has paranoid schizophrenia. And then... Epilepsy or the seizures come with it, I guess. Um, it's a little confusing. Is that a TikTok? Yeah, yeah. You know me. I'm always like, it's pretty cool. I'm just finding like moments for your when you dice these up into little yeah, clips. Yeah, to go by <laughs> yeah, about the, about schizophrenia. For you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and seizures and and epilepsy. <laughs> you know, it's really not. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So either way, she has all that. Yeah, and, and she just went viral. So pretty. I cool. hope so. I'm always trying to normalize these things. So yeah. Uh, well, if okay. Well, that's will. what. So I believe in normalization. Obviously, I'm fucking won't shut the fuck up about any of this stuff. But yeah. How was it dealing with it? Because you're a little girl. Did your grandmother help? Not help, but like explaining it. Did you think it was your fault? Like, what was your arc with it? I, I remember internalizing it a lot, and uh, so I was like a very quiet kid. I, How I, did it manifest in just day to day life? Like, what sort of stuff with your mom doing? Then, oh right, my mom. I uh, my mom was uh, to me scary at the time. So you know, she would keep to herself. She didn't have friends. Like when we were living in Japan in a little apartment down the street from my dad. They were divorced. Honestly, my dad had full custody of me. But then he was like, I mean, it's your daughter too. You should see her. And so he would let them, you know, see me a lot. And my grandma and my mom would sort of take advantage of that and keep me longer. They they lived down the street from each other. And yeah, my mom kept to herself, didn't have friends, was always inside, didn't have a job or anything. In Japan, she's a Taiwanese woman. So there was also like xenophobia, you know, feeling like an outsider. They couldn't really even rent the apartment. Really? Because they this weren't Japanese. This is in the 80s? 90s? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I get the 90s. Yeah. 90s. Japan's still 
xenophobic, but they're getting better. It's more diverse now than before. But yeah, before, if you weren't a Japanese citizen, you couldn't rent a place to live Insane. in. I also, I will say that as a white person, yeah, it's gratifying to hear that oh, non-white yeah. people are racist. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's why I'm telling the story, Neil, because I, and and whatever percentage of your fans, you know, might need it. Whoever needed to hear that, it's not it's just not you. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Hi, I'm Neil Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Neil Brennan, and I'm not alone. Meanwhile, country of Japan's like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. So, so there was already that going on, and then so the isolation was even greater. That my mom felt like. I think a freak, you know, with the voices in her head, and and so she would throw. Was there any uh, medical attention? Was she was was uh, was medication available? Was it was she just like toughing it out? Yeah. So I don't really know. My grandma, you know, raised me, and she kind of would hide things from me. Would try to take care of things, you know, without me having to know all the ins and outs of, so that I could be a kid as yeah. much as possible. So, which was cool. She left me space to try to play and stuff like that. And was your dad fairly neutral about it? Yeah, I mean, they never really hung out after the divorce. It was really just passing me off back and yeah. forth that they would kind of interact. But my grandma was mostly the one doing that. So from what I know, I think she was medicated. But with like medicine, they were getting in from Taiwan. Mm-hmm. My uncle's an OBGYN in Taiwan. And so he had like psych psychiatrist doctors or something that I think were sending pills or something yeah. like that. That's the best way to get treated, by the way. Just uh, in, uh, imported? Con- <laughs> imp- illegally. No one to talk speaks to you. It's word of mouth diagnoses mm-hmm. and go like, yeah, let me see. Yeah. yeah, Have her eat these. Yeah, yeah. See how that goes. I know. I was like, in retrospect, if I, you know, yeah, I wish they talked to somebody. I don't, but they were like, who are we going to talk to? We barely have friends in Japan. You're the one with friends. You're eight. How'd she end up in Japan? My grandma signed my mom up for like this Japanese dating like mm, program. Yeah. And then they flew out from Taiwan to Shinjuku in Tokyo to do this program to find my mom a boyfriend or a husband, somebody. Is that what 90 Day Fiance is about? It's based on the program. <laughs> I mean, that would be, yeah, probably. I, I've never watched it, but I feel like there's some forced thing about it. For sure, 100%. You haven't seen 90 Day Fiance? No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's shedding a light on, 90 Day Fiance is shedding a light on how, you know, the, the gray areas of international dating, right? And yeah. And immigration. I think that's what it's really more about. I think it is too, and yeah. I I haven't watched it, and I feel like I'm the only person who hasn't watched it. Yeah, you don't need to watch it. I feel like what I just told you is probably it. I've Again. seen like two episodes. Okay, and I was like, oh, it feels it feels exploitive yeah. to me. Yeah, it's too from much. the outside in. I'm like, ah, I, don't, I shouldn't be watching this. You know what? I think the producers of the show did hear that, and they were like, okay, it's not cool. It's like these immigrants who obviously need a green card. A lot of them, uh, some of them, it is love, but like. Uh, so let's do 90 Day Fiance the other way. Yes. Where it's Americans looking like dumbasses, you know, yeah. going to a foreign country because they're actually in love, you know, and being down to move to Iraq or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Um, so is so, that what the Gulf War was about? Do you think it was like a ninety-day fiance the I other think, way? Yeah, I think it all started with love and failed love, <laughs> romantic love, ninety-month wars. Yeah, um, <laughs> invader mm-hmm. the other way. That's you ever think about doing reality shows? Because that I that have a good interest. reality show that that's a little rough, but yeah. I wanted at some point I wanted my entire. I'm one of ten kids. Mm-hmm. I wanted all of us to move in together into a house Uh and parents, all 10 kids and uh, America votes us off one at a time. That's amazing. It's called last Brennan standing. The last Brennan standing, the winner would get a million dollars and would get to leave the family forever if they wanted to. Wow. See, that's like, come on. (laughs) I mean, that thing. Can we make that the official pitch? (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm sure you've we'll talked see, about it out loud. Viral, yeah, yeah. No, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course. No, no, no that's, um, that's cool. I'm always thinking about reality shows and stuff. I do watch a lot of it. And my parents kind of started on one in a way. Yeah. And How long did their marriage last? Like a year. Yeah. Okay. So they had me and then they were fighting a lot. And then I, I guess that's when, you know, right after the divorce is when my mom started hearing voices and, you know psychotic breaks. And so that's when that started, which, you know, I never blamed myself for. I just know that, you know, after giving birth, you're in a different country. You don't speak the language. You have no friends. It's like, and uh, postpartum depression. And it's brought on by stress a lot of times, right? Stress. Yeah, exactly. And she was, you know, in their thirties, which I think is a little late for women to get schizophrenia or something. I don't know. Um, But it hit her because I think it was probably genetic in her anyway too. Mm -hmm. So all that was like a perfect uh, combination. And it would just, you know, come out in temper tantrums. She would throw plates and stuff or she would be really paranoid that, you know, the Taiwanese government was, you know, coming to get us, you know, things like that. And would you clear out? Would your grandmother be like, we should go to the store or... Yeah. Because even if you don't think it's your fault, it creates chaos. Yeah, yeah. There's no dependability. Right, yeah. I was always scared of her. I didn't know how to approach her. I would find myself getting stoked if I got to go to my dad's finally or, you know, uh, I stayed out later, you know, with grandma. Yeah, so grandma would take me on a bike ride Did your mother seem apologetic or was she like just so in it she didn't even know? It was out of her hands also? I think I didn't stop to notice as much. And I feel bad for that because she was suffering. Right, and but you're also a little girl. So it's, I don't think you should know. Right, right. Yeah. Like a lot of times I'm like, I don't, I don't know where she was standing when I'm thinking about this one time, for example, that my grandma was like, we got to get out of here. Let's go to the park. Let's go to the park. I don't, I don't remember stopping to look back to see what my mom's face looked like or how she was after she had just like thrown plates. Yeah. You know, if, if she was crying, if she was desperately needing help with something like, you know, or in pain somewhere, you know, I, I don't remember knowing or stopping to see, look for that. Did it ever kind of normalize? Or at least like find a plateau with her illness and your relationship with her. It's the best now. Great. <laughs> as a grown person. Yeah. As both grown people, but me really grown. You're grown about up. as grown a person as I've ever seen. I think, yeah, this is the tallest I, I'll ever get. <laughs> Enjoy it. 
I do. Let me I, just say. I will. I will. No, of course. Yeah. Because then what? And then we kind of start, start getting 55, smaller. You start You start. Getting smaller. Reeling it back in. No, of course. I just wish I got a couple more inches in. I've been 5'3 since I was in the fifth grade. Tallest. Oh, that's, tallest. So you class. were the tallest. I was so tall. So tall. Big dreams. People had big dreams for me. Uh, I got enrolled in basketball, for example, sixth sure. grade. Like, sure. It's a lot. And, you know, during that time, Japanese American kids um, in LA, like, it was big to be part of Japanese American basketball leagues. Okay. And then you would play, play, play. And then you would get like a $1,000 to go towards college or something for playing so long in the league. And uh, our team won, uh, la- uh, lost every week. We were just the worst people put together on a team. And but I was the tallest because I was five three. Yeah, a and giant. A lot of pressure. They would. They, I was forward, you know, and I, a lot of pressure. I would always. I would overhear parents in the the stands during games be like, "Atsuko's got the ball. She's gonna make it. She's five three. <laughs> and that's like so stupid. That's very specific. Also, it's like a <laughs> lot of like very like was one of them blind. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of them never met. She's very tall. She's 5'3", and she's, she's got a bowl cut. Did you have the bowl cut? No, I didn't. I didn't know myself, or else I wouldn't have been playing basketball. I would yeah. know that's not even my interest at all. Yeah. You didn't have any, you're no older brothers and sisters. I have half-siblings from my dad's previous marriage. When you were here. When oh. did you move here? Yeah, when I was here. I moved here when I was eight. Yeah. And did you know English at all? I didn't know English at all. Yeah. So, but who was here with you? Just your mom and grandmother? Mom and grandma. We moved in with my uncle and aunt. When you said, I didn't even know what my interests were. Yeah. How did you eventually find out what your interests were? Because my, like, I'm yeah. one of 10 kids, so I would just go like, right. look at a, a panoply of like options to go like, I like that. I like that. Which I is like. so cool. I mean, in a way. Yeah. Like yeah. relative to the opposite. Yeah. No, it was, that's the best part of my childhood mm. is the access I had to stuff. Sure. Via my yeah. brothers and sisters. And kind of seeing, not like, oh, what not to do. You could kind of what no, not to do, what real, to do. Yeah, you've seen yeah. what not to do. My brother, my oldest brother is 16 years older than me. So like. You would see his heartbreak with, you know, breakups. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You just see like people's life plans work out, not work out. Sure. Like, it's definitely better. But I'm curious, how did you find <laughs> Your interest was it classmates? That's so interesting. This stuff didn't hit me till recently. Yeah, like Mike Birbigli was telling me, he was like, "Yeah, I got into comedy because of my older brother. He was watching stand up. He would watch Letterman every night." My brother is a comedian, so uh-huh. my brother, my oldest brother, my second oldest brother is a comedian. Uh huh. I've been going to comedy clubs since I was fourteen. That's so cool. It's so it's so. Yeah. I've known Dave Attell. Since I was 14. Yeah, and he's 85. He's 85 right? to yeah. today. Uh-huh. 85 years young. Happy uh, birthday, Dave. <laughs> that's just one of my brothers. Like, so. Yeah. So, so yeah. It's just like a culture. Because it's such a difficult sub, you know, back then especially. It's like only 20 people really know what it's like in the comedy yeah. world. Yeah. So that's cool, you know, yeah. to have. It's not till recently that it's like, oh, come look inside. Uh, you know. Every, every, there's. Podcast. Go, Can I get some tips? You're like. 
there's a million fucking Trillions. podcasts that yes. you, I don't do this. Everything's about process. Everything, yeah. everyone knows about comedians, yeah. like ins and, and outs. Setups and yeah. yeah. How we, touring works even. Yeah. Just like a nurse in Oklahoma, you know. Yeah. Um, well, no. But uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I guess it was my classmates. It was my immediate classmates. Did you so catch any breaks culturally? Like where somebody turned you on to something that was like, yeah. oh, this is great. And I'm yeah. going to fuck with this forever. Luckily, it was at church. And yeah, so church was like the culture I was, you know, consuming a lot. And then... What kind of church? Just regular Baptist Christian. Yeah. Chinese Baptist Christian. My uncle and aunt were in the church. So, you know, we were staying with them. And, you know, they that, that's how you, they get you. The immigrants, you know. Mm -hmm. Do you want friends or not? You know, you do you want friends? This ain't even about blessings. This yeah. is about friends. Friends. Yeah. You want to you want to be a part of something? Yeah. We go to field trips every month. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, I want, I like that. So maybe like ninth grade, um, during a sermon, one of my like youth group fellow goers um, passed me a DVD and was like, I thought you'd like this. It's stand up comedy. Go home watch it. I was like, oh, okay. You know, like it was bad. Were you funny from when you were little? I wasn't constantly funny. I was very quiet, but then, Right, but like you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I would uh, I would make people laugh with yeah. things nobody it's like everyone hadn't thought it and uh and I had to say it cuz I'm like, but we're all thinking it, right? Yeah. I love doing that a lot. Yeah. I love doing that a lot um, to to break a silence or something yes. with laughter because like my family would eat in silence and they don't talk during dinners. Like I don't know what it's like to watch movies or, you know, hear about families with 10, 14 people in it, you know, where it's like, oh, it's so chaotic in the family or like Italian Americans, Jewish Americans. I have no idea what that's like, yeah. you know, uh, because, yeah, my family of like five people would just sit and eat in silence. And uh, just like, like who died, you know? And it was just easier to not talk about our days or feelings because maybe it'll get sad or who knows why, right? And I remember one time we invited like two more relatives and it was the same thing. They flew in from like somewhere far. For a moment of silence. Yeah. For a for moment a, of… You want to come over for a silent dinner? Yeah. I, after dinner, I, th I said something like, well, that was fun. We should do it again. And everyone laughed. <laughs> <laughs> because they knew it was weird. Yeah. Right? And I, so stuff like that I really yeah. loved and I would cherish and kind of keep in my brain. And yeah, I and you go like, that was fucking cool. Yeah, what if I could like talk more about stuff like yeah. that? What? How do I get them to keep laughing, you know? And yeah. what uh, a series of jokes or tags or whatever that I would later, later find yeah, yeah. out that I could have continued, right? Doing at the dinner table. There were podcasts back then. <laughs> yeah, if I could just, I don't know. If I knew... Uh, but then it was through uh, that DVD that what I was, DVD was it? It was Margaret Cho's Notorious CHO tour special. So that's not even that's like her. Yeah, that's not even. I'm the one that I want. Yeah, <laughs> that's not even her best thing, probably. Right? They just, I think that's what we're. That both was just saying. like I think the year that. Yeah. It came no, I'm out. not saying like. Oh well, that must have been like you must have watched it and been like this is fucking amazing. And yeah. then and I hadn't the even one that I seen. Want and been like oh exactly fuck. exactly. Yeah. Show's great. It was just cool enough where I was like, I didn't know this was a job. I didn't know this was an art form. I didn't know. It's just one person. One person holding court. Mm -hmm. 
talking about themselves and uh, being relatable and and being funny and being so personal. I didn't know that was a job. You can't no idea. believe it when you're like, you hear about it. You're like, what? No idea. And you're like, that's all. So basically that thing, we that, that was fun. We should do this again. Yeah. And then you just protract it. And it's almost like a beacon toward like your whole life is just like that. I mean, that's what my experience was where I was mm-hmm. like, wait, you can do that? And then like... Oh, and then you were like, I will try. Because yeah. that was not my second thought. <laughs> well, I don't. I just thought it was like uh, looking... I don't know if I was even aware. I just was like, that's really great. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like that's so great. And not just like, oh, that was pleasant. It was more than like... It was. It felt like essential to me. Right. It was like a bro, uh, It's like a uh, be. Like I said, like a beacon of like. Okay, I just have to go. Yeah. Toward that. And I, the exposure to things is so important. And I don't know if there's a certain point in your life where it gets too late for that. Probably. Probably. But yeah, thank goodness. Like as a as a kid, I feel like you just should be able to see the possibilities. I don't know. Because people try to filter uh, comedy for kids or like, ah, you shouldn't watch stand-up, you know? Yeah. I'm glad I did. Yeah. Yeah, just because it was like uh, totally opposite. Well, that's also the value of people that are clean. Oh, sure. That's true. It's Sebastian, for instance. The reason he does it on the road is because everyone can see him. That's true. Yeah. Literally, your grandmother thinks he's funny <laughs> and the 11-year-old thinks he's funny. It's like, yeah. if you just don't curse, I can't do it. But if, yeah. if I just didn't curse, I would be able to do it. All right, we got to do blocks. We're here grab-assing. But yeah. I want to talk about more about the mental illness stuff. And then I like the bond you have with your husband about it, which we'll get into. Hey, it's me, Neil Brennan. When I would go to the gym 20 years ago, it's Gold's Gym on 54th Street in New York City. Don't look for it. I would go to Gold's Gym with a physical piece of paper on it with exercises to do, weight-type things to do. And then if I lost the paper, I would just have to go home because I didn't know what to do with the equipment. Not exactly true, but kind of true. If you're looking to take your workout to the next level, check out FitBot. FitBot app creates a workout program that's personalized to your goals, fitness level, and available equipment. It learns from your previous workouts and adapts as you improve. There's no better time to level up your fitness habit. Try FitBod today. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app free at fitbod.me slash N-E-A-L. F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E. That's fitbod.me slash N-E-A-L. I can't wait to see your body. Show me about it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, I get why they sponsor the show because all we talk about is improving mental health. You know about it. You know I've been to therapy 20 years. Talk therapy, hugely helpful. It will just give you someone to bounce your life off of and they'll show you how to interrogate yourself of like, what do I mean? What do I feel? What do I, it's, it's better than a friend. That's all I can tell you. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash N-E-A-L today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot C-O-M slash N-E-A-L. BetterHelp.com slash Neil. I'm not going to say it again. BetterHelp.com slash Neil. I said it again. All right, block number one. Right, right. Avoiding confrontation. That's right, which is uh, very original. And you were saying all comedians. Every Bobby had it, Bobby Lee, Sebastian. I certainly have it to a degree. I see it mostly, which I you don't. You have, have it the least. I don't have it bad. I the problem is it's we're all people pleasers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Give me some snapshots of avoiding confrontation in your life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Well, you know, the biggest example that I used in my special is when an intruder came to my house. This is very literal. Uh, My instinct was hide, uh, you know, maybe look for a weapon-ish thing and just hide. Maybe run away if possible. Maybe move, you know? My husband's was opposite. Uh, Go towards the guy. Go confront him physically. Go try to stop the situation. With my body and the clothes on my back. Very different people. Yeah. Yeah. So that's literal, <laughs> like yeah. physical avoiding confrontation. An intruder is a pretty big one. That's not like I couldn't say no to a podcast <laughs> or I couldn't <laughs> say no to a birthday party. Sure. Like an intruder oh, sure. is like fight or flight. Yeah. But in intense, crazy situations like that, you really tr- show your true colors, I feel like. Yeah. You know? And it was interesting where I was like, wow, I was going to let my husband die because I was like, well, you know, like, we're just renting anyway. Like, we should just move. In my head, I was like, we'll move. We're no longer safe here, you know? Yeah, immediately. Quick quick to, instead of being like, no, we built a life here, which is the things my husband You were on Zillow while the intruder was still there, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if yeah, if I had, um, if had, if your true, your true, true colors, if came I had out? My, <laughs> my tabs were still open though from yeah. before he came, so if my true, true, true yeah, colors yeah, yeah. came out and it was white. Yeah, my husband would say things like, you know, no, we built a life here. We should at least keep trying. If we move, the intruders win. Was yeah, that yeah, kind of thing? that kind of thing. But also, it's like it's not so easy to just pick up and move in yeah. LA. You have to now find a new place and that's hard and there's rent control here. We have a good relationship with our landlord, you know, like, yeah. but I'd rather go through bigger hurdles than to avoid a confrontation. I gotta say, yeah, intruders, a big one. Of course. Intruders like personal, physical life and safety. Like, I know. You're allowed to flee. Oh, then I was going to somehow try to get to the time, you know, I, whatever, was late to something or whatever. No, no, no <laughs> but what, what, what's a more like that kind of thing? Like, do you find yourself overbooking yourself? Do you find yourself saying sure. yes to too many things you don't really want to do? Yes, all the things, right? Of a people pleaser, right? I'm a people pleaser. I started going to a 12-step group. Mm-hmm. That is based on codependency mm-hmm. and overcoming codependency. So it's about creating boundaries for yourself. Yeah. 
within social dynamics. Yeah. But it's really hard to the point where they have meetings every day. Right. Of because course. it's very hard yeah. to ask people to meet your needs. A hundred percent. I always say like, you don't really change as a person from when you're a kid to now. The only thing that changes is your boundaries. Yes. Right. I think that's it. You just realize the energy you have for things more, yes. better, you know? So you go, oh, okay, I'm still the same person. I still want to people please. I want to say yes to everything, but oh, I know that thing makes me really tired. I know three podcasts in a row makes me tired. I did it the other day or five shows or in a row or whatever. So you know, you don't do that. Yeah. You don't do that. <laughs> and then people, it's like with stand-up, a tell mm -hmm. is from the school of like, you do six spots a night. No. I mean, you can. Sorry. Right, sorry. Guttural. In, in, no. Guttural you, have, you created a boundary. No. <laughs> My um, nose starts to bleed. <laughs> what is he? Want to die? I realized for myself, yeah. after two spots, I can't remember anything. I can't remember the night. So as much as I'd like to get like, rise and grind and all that stuff like that doesn't work for me no you, it's not useful yeah and so protecting yourself and and knowing exactly exactly the, the, who cares about your ego or pride i don't there was an interview out there where like and i won't say the person but the person was like yeah you know i, I before this movie uh, before this tv show i was doing six to 13 shows a night i was like six to 13 first of all that, I think that's a lie. <laughs> uh -huh. what, are you starting your shows at 2 p.m.? Yeah. I don't think in any city you can do 13 shows. I mean, I don't know. Unless you're doing two-minute sets and then the next In New York, is you could. If you started at 7, you could. 13? If you were working the cellar, the Fat Black Pussycat, and the Village Underground. Is there a world for you, Neil? I know there isn't, so I don't know why I'm asking, but is there a world, I'm trying to wonder for me, is there a world where I do 13 sets in one night and that's helpful to the process or any of the jokes at all? Here's the only advantage I will say. I don't, my brain's not that big. Right. It's just hard drive space, more or less what you're, I found that it's good to just get like combat situation or just like uh -huh. being on stage. What does that do to my body? It's like training like a Russian cosmonaut where you just do shit to get ready for space. Sure. And you're doing, uh, that to me is the usefulness of it. And you can work a premise out in a night. Like it is useful. For me though, I realized after a few months of doing that in New York, yeah, this is not helpful. Yeah, no, same. I like that you were like combat, like that's wind blowing on your yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. G Guns shooting you at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or you just do that when you go up for an hour or whatever. Yeah. You know, you already are combat. You don't. The, no, I know, but the I. The rush then, for me is a right, driving to the next spot because that's well, yeah, what my whole worrying, day is. You end be. up. That's what I'm, um, you're training your body to drive from spot to spot. I don't want to be a better late. driver. I've lived in LA since I was eight. Yeah. I'm fine. But, um, so the, yes, the it's saying creating yes boundaries to for yourself is creating boundaries. huge. Yeah. With your husband. Yeah. How did that go? Your husband seems like a genteel individual, uh -huh. meaning your husband seems like a very caring person. Did you have to create boundaries with him? Seems like you maybe didn't, it wouldn't have been hard. He has to create boundaries with me. <laughs> 
Do you encourage him or are you like, yeah, fuck, this is going to be worse for me because he's not going to do that thing? No, I understand. He makes me also make boundaries uh, with other people too. He just like encourages me to go. You don't have to say yes to everything. Remember when you say yes to everything, sometimes you aren't thinking about things. You, you, you say you are saying yes to things because you care about these people. But then when you are, fail to be able to show up on time or even show up at all, then you're actually screwing over the people you care about. Right. And sometimes the people you care about that you're screwing over is people like me. Because then you're, I just never see you. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and th that's true. Because when I was a kid, like my face it does what it does and I'm, I have like a dry sense of humor. Uh -huh. So I've been <laughs> able, I mean, I'm like sly, like any charisma I have is like subtle or whatever. Like yeah. it sneaks up on you. Sure, um, sure. It attacks you from behind. Which is um, great. People which, love that. People love being attacked yeah. from behind, especially. You and Tig both. Snakes. I mean, he, yeah. Tig's a better version of what it is. But yeah. But so I've always, I've been able to kind of be gruff or like, nah. But I'm wondering what the fear is. Mm -hmm. What do you think is going to happen if you set a boundary? Yeah, I don't like to disappoint. I don't like to see somebody just feel bummed. You it's you don't want to reject people. I don't want to reject people. Yeah. Because not that I've felt it. It's more like I've seen it, I think, between my parents and mostly my family. I've seen loneliness and um, being rejected and feeling like an outsider. And so I don't want anyone to ever feel that way. Yeah. 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 But you've realized you become the outsider By of your that. own life. Kind of. Mm. If you you become like disconnected from a good experience for yourself. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And a big example is coming to mind actually of me not being able to set boundaries is like for me and my husband's honeymoon, uh, I brought my mom, my grandma, my dad, and his ex. Mm -mm. <laughs> we were like… No. Crazy rich Asians, but not rich. But not rich. And he's not Asian. Exactly. Although he wore a kimono recently and now in my head. Uh huh. That's all you see Asian. him as yeah. now? Yeah. I swear now, to God. Now in your head. The he's, tragedy. Now in, he's, <laughs> now in, his, in your head, he's Kiwi. Um, but. Oh, <laughs> no, Dude, he's um, he's uh, short round. Oh, <laughs> uh, white reference. <laughs> Indiana Jones is getting ready to be canceled. Just FYI. He is just about now. Just now. What he do now? He traveled around the Middle East and stole antiquities. No, I know. I know. Oh, I thought you meant like now. No, I'm I'm just saying like oh, people will his finally job dig it up. is like illegal. They made it like him against the Nazis. Right. But like, well, who should have the argument? Oh, you're right. The uh, American government should. It's in the best possible hands. I know. Thank you, Indiana Jones. You're Me fucking canceled. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's throwing like tarps and like food carts at like brown people. Yeah, he's shooting knife people. <laughs> yeah. Sword swordsmen. Local I swordsmen. I know. Art I know. Artisanal swordsmen. It's true. Yeah. I thought something new had come out. No. And I mean, Temple of like, a garbage movie, but <laughs> that's the one where Short Round has one of my favorite lines ever. Yeah. I thought of two sketches for Temple of Doom, which is a job interview for Temple of Doom <laughs> with like an 11 year old boy. So oh, what amazing. what makes you think you're cut out to work at the Temple of Doom? <laughs> and the other one is when uh, Short Round says, Indy, you're my best friend. You're my best friend! 
like, look. Whoa. <laughs> it's a little soon, kid. <laughs> like, I understand you're, you know, you're excited. <laughs> I got you out of slavery, but like, <laughs> let's, w- let's ease into friendship. Dang, um, he never got a break. No. Uh, well, he got an Oscar. Any, so. Right. That's true. Okay. So, so how did oh, your yeah, husband deal with it? Yeah. He, did, what was your thinking? You didn't want to exclude your, like, hey, the more the merrier, let's all. Of course, I was, uh, it, it reminded me of this because of something you said earlier about the, the boundaries thing. You, it makes you yeah lonely. You end up being alienated from your own life. That's right. That's right. I don't get to enjoy the fact that like, oh, you only have a honeymoon. Really one time, hopefully, or whatever. It doesn't matter how many times you get married. Honeymoon's supposed to be special. Between I hope your you- husband heard that. Go on. <laughs> no, I just want to also normalize divorces and getting remarried or... I'm with like, hey, everybody's great, but some 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 shit's not great. Sure. Some shit's not great. I'm not, not saying so don't get divorced because... Because you're it, Christian. It's against the... Or Catholic. Because yeah, you're Catholic like, yeah. still. <laughs> what did you think I was? A Christian? Yeah, Catholic. I mean, sure. what, I'm nothing, but like... Right. But I'm not like... It's because it's against the church. I'm just saying like... Yeah. Yeah. Trying to... Lo- whatever. Yeah, right. Yes. Thank you for clarifying Do your best. that. Do better. I'm doing... Be best. Be best. Uh, be be best. bester. Did your husband say anything on the honeymoon? Did you... Who realized that this was going to be a problem? Yeah. Or that this was not fun first? My husband first hmm. because he was like hey i thought you know it's me and you honeymoon hey you know and i was like right i just um i just thought you know grandma hasn't been there in so long you know she's from there you know i'm saying things like taiwan that. <laughs> yeah he's like yes i know where your family's from and i'm like you know and then when i brought it up to and then so when i brought it up to her she was like oh you know she said the same stuff she's like it, it would be nice you know it's been a while and then so I was like, sure, you, you should come. And then my mom was like, well, how about me? Who's going to take care of me? And I was like, well, you should you should definitely come too then. Uh, I think it'll be fun. You know, it'll just be like a family trip. Uh, like a, one of those like National Lampoon vacation. Yeah, fucking hilarious. <laughs> I think I forget a lot of the parts of those movies. Yeah. Um, but the idea of a family trip, family vacation, that was just stuff I watched in movies and stuff. Marf- FYI. Yeah. Not a bad movie idea. Uh, this, what oh, you're describing. Uh, honeymoon. Yeah. Honeymoon with your entire family. Like, yeah. I actually am starting to sort of figure out how to yeah. write that. Yeah. It's like the ultimate, like I can't set boundaries, but also because I, I always want to recreate like the family I always wish I had. Mm-hmm. And so that's a big part of it where I'm like, we didn't get to do this when yeah. I was a kid. You know, we weren't a family together, truly. And we were poor. We couldn't go on vacations and stuff. I finally can, like, cover you all. Like, I can cover you guys now. So When was this? This was, like, 2018. Okay. Yeah. But I can cover them better even now. Yeah. So I'm still doing this. Like, we, me and my husband just went to Japan and Taiwan for two weeks. Yeah, I I saw the videos. And I brought my grandma. She didn't have to come, but I brought her. She's 88. And she had, like, a high blood pressure and more health issues. But I was like, she hasn't I know seen a, Japan. I know a Korean, or I know a, a Taiwanese OBGYN if you need anything. Yeah, you do? My yeah. uncle is one too. No, that's what I'm, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was going to get in touch with your uncle, get some meds for your grandma. Damn it. I don't know, Neil. You're a well-traveled person. <laughs> I am pretty well-traveled. Thought, I'm pretty connected to the OBGYN. I'm not yeah. sure. I don't know. Uh, comedians always like have some yeah, weird, some weird hookup. It's like, yeah. I also, I have, yeah. I know the NRA president or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. 
That's more specific. No, it's fine. Don't beat yourself. But yes, yeah. So for the honeymoon, my husband was like, this is maybe not cool, but okay, I, I can enjoy it. I can enjoy it. I understand you never see your dad, especially. And so he there. was kind of like game. Yeah, he was he down. He put a brave face. Because I'm very like positive energy, cheerleader energy. I'm always like, hey, like, oh, look over there. Like once we're there, I'm just like, look, Taiwan, you know, just trying to distract him. Like, look, new language. You know, oh my God. And he's very in the moment kind of person too. And he does love family and my family. And so he, he, he would get on board and he loved seeing a new country and stuff like that. So you know, it was enough distraction. But then when we got tired and there was stress and reality sank in, like my grandma uh, was too tired. So then we had to like carry her or, and my mom refused to go out and through like a temper tantrum or when my mom had a seizure actually too. And we also had to figure out how to make sure my dad and my mom never saw each other because <laughs> they haven't seen each other since the divorce. When Actual things like this started happening. This sounds like a fucking awful honeymoon. <laughs> no, of course. It was terrible. It was terrible for him. For me, I'm like... Ah. I would have been so pissed. You would have left me. You would have left. I would have been like, no, I'm not fucking bringing... Yeah. We're not... No one's coming. You and I are coming. That's it. That's the list. hundred I got the list of the people coming to our honeymoon. Me and you. The list is close. <laughs> no, 100%. It's just fucked up. Yeah, now that I think about it, I mean, even during it, I knew, but I was always trying to like keep on a good face and be like, well, it's good. Like, you know, we did It's so funny that you want, it's like, you knew you fucked up. You didn't want to, you didn't probably didn't want to hurt your mom and grandmother's feelings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you have to go along with it. It's just, like sort of a, a lie, telling yourself one kind of lie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And like, and I also want to be, a. I recompose this family. Let's reconstitute. And we, this time we're going to do it right. Yeah. The last Brennan standing idea is based on <laughs> me and my brother. were trying to get like organized family reunions. Mm. And then one of the final year, he punched me in the face. Oh my God. Whoops. Right. We can't get along. Yeah. One Sister told another sister she's a bad mom. Wow. And yeah. then somebody else. That was like, okay, so that's like five days together. Oh, no. In yeah. separate houses. It was. And so you haven't had one since nah. then? Yeah. I mean, that's so smart. Like, because I would still have like many after something like that. <laughs> because I go, this year, this is the year. This is the, I know. This is the year. We've all grown. We've all grown. My mom's on that. My mom, obviously my mom wants it to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's having everyone go to Ireland this summer. Okay. And it's just a real boundary test for me. <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm such a dreamer like her. That sounds awesome. To me, I'm thinking you get to see your family's heritage together. You know, maybe everyone's older now. Maybe it's someone's last year that they could really do this. Punches won't hurt. Punches won't. Yes. Like people don't have much fight in them when they're older. No. Yeah. Bad, right? Their bones and ligaments and muscles are bad. Yeah. Things hurt. Yeah, yeah. So punches won't hurt as much. You're right. And maybe you're, you know, like the elders will be like, you know, glad that they went before they get too old. So yeah, in my no, head, I'm thinking like, no, I know, I I know. And then I have to be the bearer of bad news yeah. and say like, I don't, I don't believe in it. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I don't think we can do it. I don't think we can, I don't think we can be yeah. 
the utopian family. Yeah. So what's that called? This is 12-step program. Recovery, Recovery around boundaries and codependence. There's a term that I think is worthwhile, which is detach with love. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, yeah, I love you, but I can't be a part of this. The relationship does not work for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that we can change it. Is that not a breakup? <laughs> it is in a relation. It is if you're if you're fucking. But sure. if, if you're not, it's like it's I do with men way more than women. Yeah, no, I'm saying that's breaking up from your family or yeah, friends. break it. Yeah, it's a, I guess it's a breakup. Yeah, like like yeah, it's a breakup. But it's not like fuck you forever. It's just like as who I am and who are who you are right now. Yeah. Right. Can't happen. It's just not good. It's I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I told a friend of mine, I was like, I don't want you to change. Mm-hmm. I just, it's too painful to be around for me. Okay. Yeah. No. And that's, that's cool. And then, okay. So, but okay. You're doing a podcast, which means like you're with people all the time. And maybe it's like, oh, that's a lot of people. And maybe I don't know. This is talk most of my person. social interaction. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly. That's good. I think that's good because we're still hanging and catching up. We I will know you better after this. Yeah. We both said things that we wouldn't have said in any other circumstance. Totally, totally. And it's 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 good we're also making content. At I the mean, same we're time. fucking monetizing, uh-huh. we're stacking, yeah, we're we're setting goals, so many we're birds. visualization. A hundred percent. We're rising, we're grinding, we're and never stopping. Friendshipping. And friendship, fuck. While there's like enough boundaries, so it's not like I'm like branding, and brand branding, branding, new branding. Thank you. Okay, so <laughs> so how testy does it get in that occasion? Who sort of snapped first? Who said like, why the fuck is are these people here? Yeah, well, of course, my husband. Yeah, my grandma and my mom are like, okay, he if kind you of want us them. to. <laughs> Huh? You kind of framed him. You kind of set him up. Like no, of course it's yeah, yeah and and it's not. And he not to. And he's not the bad guy. He's just like with love trying. He's yeah. just like trying to meet everyone, meet me where I want to be. And uh, yeah, and then and you, know, you, your goal is noble. Sure, but that's the problem. It's like but that person always like dies or something or gets beheaded. Didn't that happen? Almost to every time. Mel Gibson's character or something. Braveheart. He was like, noble. I'm doing the right thing, but he died. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You'll you're you're gonna get popped. Yeah, you can. If it's too noble, of don't course. be too noble. Be a little noble. Yeah, yeah. Be yeah. fake noble. Like open doors, shit like that. But don't fight the government. You fucking no, out of your no, mind. no, 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 no. You fuck no. out of your mind. You're gonna you get would, beheaded. Yeah, there's the cover. So many people in the government. So many. Yeah. High tech stuff. Also, Chinese government don't. Oh yeah, especially or Russia don't. Um, oh, trust that's little noble. That's why we were like, let's go to Taiwan now. Let's go back while it's still Taiwan. Yeah. While it's there. Did you go to Hong Kong? No. Hong Kong, it's fucking tragedy. No, I know it is. It's yeah, tragedy. That's why we were like, let's go and then let's bring grandma. This also another well noble TikTok. idea. Not going to do well on TikTok. No, 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 no. Okay, we'll we'll have to move on. No, no, no. Another grandmother idea? Oh, no. That's why I brought grandma to Taiwan this time. Because I was like, well, you know. (laughs) I was like, I'm being noble. 
you know, yeah. China, you know, blah, blah, blah. Maybe this is the last time we can go. There's and, then, a and then my husband was like, okay, all right. But remember, honeymoon was really stressful. And last time you did a show in Honolulu, you brought mama and grandma too. Remember, your mom never even left the hotel. Grandma got COVID. It was a hot mess. I was like, you're right. You're right. It was, it was a hot mess. But how about just this one last time? So I keep bringing less and less people. At first, it was like a lot of people, five people. Then it was just me, and my me, uh, my mom and grandma. Now it's just grandma. So I am getting better. And next time, I really truly think it will just be me and my husband because we've it has been that stressful, and the fights aren't worth it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How bad did the fights get? And how are you guys good at it? The fights didn't get so bad. It was just more like. You know, I have to consider his feelings. How many times can he really ask? And like, sometimes it was a breakdown where he was like crying because he's like, I'm so stressed and I feel like I haven't gotten to enjoy just being with you in, you know, in this new place. I wanted to go see this one site. I thought you would really love it. And, but I, I wanted to surprise you, but you were busy trying to make sure your mom and dad didn't see each other at the train station. So we missed our train. <laughs> you know, it's shit like that. You're, the, you're playing, the, the, you're playing keeping your mom and dad from each other. Who did you sponsor that? Who said they can't see each other? So it's all in my head. I made these. That's rules. what's so funny about it. It's like, it's like the parent trapper. Like who? Yeah, the opposite they're both, of parent they're fucking trap. Sixty. I know. Like they can figure it out. What are they gonna do? This but is. But that is like these phantom right expectations that you put on yourself and or. Yeah, I think it's a part of avoiding confrontation too, because I could just ask. Yep. I could just ask, Mom, would you be down to see Dad? Yeah, but you're Dad. gonna be uncomfortable for like twenty seconds. Yeah. That's fine. And I'll let them figure it out, right? Dad, would you be down with seeing mom again? Instead of doing that, I just created this narrative in my, in my head instead of, because I don't want to even have that conversation. I go, no, okay, we'll make sure they don't see each other. Are you getting better at it and how? Well, you know, like I don't plan on, you know, inviting family to Right, you are, you anymore. are, yes, you're reducing. I'd like to see you on vacation by yourself, honestly. I think that's the final frontier. Yeah, send me off to an island. Yeah. Don't even bring your husband. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go on a honeymoon with yourself. Wow. Mm. We'll be right back. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so, so you are getting better and it's just from failure. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's really how I learn. You? <laughs> yeah. You're just bombing and going, okay, I got to stop bringing everybody. Let's bring one. Let's try one less. What's our limit? Uh-huh. Like in too many pockets. Okay. There's my boundary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have a list of like boundaries. I can only max amount of like a boat, like maximum sure. capacity for podcasts in a day. Mm-hmm. Two. Mm-hmm. Maximum people on a honeymoon. Just two. Again, two. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> two is a good number for you. Hey, I don't like shopping for food. I don't like washing the dishes. I like eating food and maybe I'll throw the container away. That's about as much work as I want to do. And that's what's great about Factor. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. It can help you fuel up with ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and tackle everything in your to-do list. Uh, like I said, I don't like doing any of it other than the eating part. I, honestly, I don't even like digesting it. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, then get back to the TV or your phone or your computer, or maybe you're feeling crazy, you're going to go outside 
into the perfect weather. Get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash neil40 and use code neil40 to get 40% off your first box. That's code neil40, N-E-A-L, four, zero, at factormeals.com slash neil40 to get 40% off your first box. Someone get me some factor. All right, you're unorganized and late a lot. Right. I think that goes with, you know, the other stuff, the people pleaser stuff we were talking about. Yes. Say more about that. Your husband calls it. Oh, not planning for your future self. Not planning? Oh, like if I'm late and, uh, you know, unorganized. So he says, plan for your future self. Yeah. You know, the things you don't want to do in the moment, which is like leave early or put that one thing back (laughs) that you took out, right? Because then that one thing turns into many things. That's how a mess happens. You're not planning for your future self because you're thinking about your present self. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, he's a poet. Yeah. yeah, you were thinking about this. I was thinking about this over the weekend. I'm big on like people keeping their promises. Uh-huh. That's kind of like the basis of friendship and relationships. Yeah. The amount of promises I break to myself, mm. it's a constant. It's constant. Wow. I'm constantly breaking my promises to myself. Really? Like it's no, you are too though. Like <laughs> just that thing of like you're, breaking don't you want to be organized oh haven't you kind of promised yourself i'm gonna be organized and i'm gonna be on time yeah yeah no that oh you're right you're right and then you're like yeah fuck that person (laughs) the problem is we're very easy we're very fast to forgive ourselves yeah that's true and then maybe place the blame on someone else yeah well it was you know that there was actual traffic this time yeah (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, it's like I assume the length to a location is the fastest length it's ever been mm-hmm, every time. Mm-hmm. Yes. If something's generally 40 minutes, but I did it in 28 minutes once. Yeah, you're like, that's how long it takes. And if it takes 40, you're like, I'm like that too. I, I bet you are a little more. Okay. Okay. You'd be it. surprised. Interesting. Okay. Um, in my head, I just think everyone I've ever talked to is just more on time than me. <laughs> I think a lot of it's about avoiding rejection. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get to a thing early and then someone gets there late. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't even think that far. That's not Well, I just, I've like uh, interrogated myself. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> First of all, it's just like, I'm like, I get distracted and then I'm utopian about how much the time thing, right? Like uh-huh. it's 20 minutes. Then it's like 42. You motherfucker fucked me. But <laughs> that's, that's if you're on the late end. But yeah. Right. But, but I don't want to go and wait and be like stood up, even though I'm not being stood up. I'm being, I'm being, it's a form of disrespect, by the way, that I practice constantly. And I don't even mean it as disrespect mm-hmm. when I'm late. It's well, just my and, own system. Sure. And the other person too. But I wonder, did have people like done that to you a lot? Too in your past where they didn't come back or they didn't <laughs> Google Google Chappelle show end. Oh, uh huh. <laughs> sure, it's sure, a pretty sure. big one. Sure, I was on right. time the day uh-huh. that my partner left the country. 
Mm-hmm. I was at this set. That's just a, that's like a Huge. funny example. Sure. But right. like pretty formative. Yeah, of course. But I was also 30. So it's not like I was already, you know, I was late. All, I was like late all the It's also kind of but, selfish and like childish. Like, well, no, I have to take a shower. Or like uh-huh. I have to, I have to do the thing that's elective. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Sure. Yeah. And it's a childish choice and I'm immature. No, and that's that's a funny and big example. But it's mostly just late. I was kind of late today, but I was a minute a minute late. Yeah, yeah. You and uh, we were parking. We parked basically next to each other because you were also a minute late. You're allowed to be because it's not your thing. It's I'm the host, so I should get here soon. You know what's wild? Uh, I always like to think too, like, well, you know, even though I'm like not so organized and not not early all the time, you know, I am a. At least I'm like a nice person. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something I always say. And it's like, oh, God, what is that? Like, who are you? That, like, a cartoon mouse, you know? Like, you know? Kind of. Because I do the same thing. Kind I of. am. I kind of am. I do. I always tell my husband these things. I'm like, I mean, this oh, a cartoon mouse be mean. wouldn't not wear this. Yeah. And then and then say something like that. Like, yeah. Well, you know, yes, I, I am always late, but. I'm a hey, nice person. At least I'm nice. And then a theme song. Right, right, right. Yeah. And that's kind of like, okay, Japan. Very organized. Very on time. But I see the sadness. I see the sadness everywhere. Everyone's sad there. It's a very lonely country. Everything's perfect. Marie Kondo's from there. You know? But like, I there's sadness. And not that I'm saying I'm, I'm also sad. I have a general sadness to me. Just thinking about my mom all the time. Things like that. Have you ever had depression? Uh, Not that I know of, but I also have never really like seen a psychiatrist or I don't have a therapist. (laughs) So I don't know. So it would be like self-diagnosed. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I think you'd know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Then maybe not. I don't know. Your whole life is like, why are people, why is everyone having more fun than me? Oh yeah. No, that's, that's not just jealousy. It's not even jealousy. It's just more like A-B I didn't mean it to be like that. No, no, no. But it's just like, why is everyone like like I can't get to that level ecstatic or seemingly ecstatic where I literally cannot get there don't even know right I took when I started taking antidepressants yeah I remember telling a buddy of mine like I don't want to dance but I understand why someone would now wow yeah 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 so which is a very deep, where you're known for your dance deep and dark place too you can be, I think you can also dance and be depressed too. D- dance for people and be depressed. But <laughs> that's different. Yeah, yeah, anything's possible. Anything's possible. But I don't know. I don't know if I've hit it. I've seen it in my mom. I'm pretty sure she's depressed. She's yeah. not diagnosed for that, but I'm pretty sure she just is. She hasn't left her house in years. She hasn't showered in years, you know. So I think she has that. Yeah. But um, it's not just COVID. It's not just the COVID. She's not. You know, it'll on her pass. COVID, on her, on her, on her COVID bullshit. She's not just not on some, on some. <laughs> you know me, I'm on my COVID bullshit. You know, it's long COVID. <laughs> hey, at least I'm nice. You know, <laughs> but she, yeah. So yeah, so you know, so the general sadness. Oh, what is that? How did I? Why did I go into what the we were talking about? Sadness, Japan. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you a funny another story about the guy who was didn't show up to work that day. Uh-huh. When we started doing the TV show. Yeah. I said to him, like, you have to be on time. Mm-hmm. Like, because he's very, he can be very tardy. Mm-hmm. And 
he, to your point, got me a card. He's never gotten me a card <laughs> for anything. Mm-hmm. Got me like a gift, a greeting card of a picture of Dick Cheney and George Bush looking at their watches. <laughs> and the inscription on the inside was like, right. yeah, but time in the wrong hands. Oh, Meaning like, like <laughs> yeah, no. Look, it's hey, your it could have been worse. Boy. Like, look, I could be. The, you want to see on time, people? They don't seem very happy. <laughs> and he was basically making your argument. It's like, right. look, you want to? You, these people are on look time. over that there. Means, yeah, that's like the look people. over there. Yeah. yeah, basically, yes. So I love your spirit. No, for sure. But do you intend to get stop doing it? Yes, all the time. But are then, you a like, procrastinator? Uh, I am. Yeah. Yeah. But like you said, uh, I, I've gotten better. I've gotten better, you know, at like being yeah. like putting things in calendar, making sure I organize, planning for the future me, you know, uh, live, love, laugh. But like, <laughs> you know, these are the things. You these have to are say. the most important messages. You have to say these general basic have things to. all the time because it's true, you know. And but the breaking promises with yourself—that is definitely something I didn't really think about. That I guess that is what I'm doing, you know. Yeah, yeah. And we're too quick to forgive because if you didn't, you'd be just screaming at yourself all day, which I'm also doing. And so that's, it's pretty great. So that's not good. Yeah, where's the happy medium in that? It's like forgive yourself, but. But not too much. <laughs> but then I'm not forgiving myself at all. You know, yeah, I know. How do you even I know. Walk? It's how impossible. You, even, you would just stand still. And it's impossible. That's so much brain activity. Life's like, impossible. Life's impossible. I would just crash in a car. Because it's impossible. I've been procrastinating less because I realized that like the more I work on stand up, the better it is. Yes. Meaning like if I, I do a new joke show every Tuesday, please come. It's in Santa Monica. If you feel like driving out there, new material. And I write it, I do notes during the week. And then on Tuesday, I like, like long form, figure it out. Mm -hmm. If I start at four, it's one result. If I start at one, Mm -hmm. it's just better. Mm -hmm. And therefore I'm not stressed like tight about the show I have to do later. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I can write at like a decent clip. Mm -hmm. I don't have to like. Right. <laughs> like, you know. Right. And it's just better for me. It is truly what your husband said, like where it, it's more pleasant for me. Mm-hmm. But like the baby in us is like, no, check your phone again. It's so true though. Okay. Um, I'm not able to watch and listen to sad things that <laughs> I really like. <laughs> yeah. Like, like even like a drama or something. I just, I'm always like, ah, oh, pump up energy. I got to listen to like Lil John energy music. Yeah. Or like dance hall. Dance hall is what I listen to a lot, which is, and then, but just like really pretty mainstream dance hall that just like feel good. And, you know, maybe they're talking about the island vibes. And they the always, they song. are. They are. I don't even know what song it is. They're talking about the island vibe. Yeah. That's all. And that's all I want. And I'm just like, I'm not on an island, but that's okay. You know, and Taiwan. So, so then I'll watch Taiwan. That's true. You're a whole I'm an, island. I'm an vibe. island girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're an island vibe. Feel, feel my. Do you, do you remember those boys? Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> to my last breath. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I actually kind of like them. I think there's some. Island Boy is a great song. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great song. Yeah, it is. Great songs come from anywhere. I don't even know if it's their song. I don't I don't know the backstory. I don't know anything either. Yeah. All I know is uh that's a that's a melody that yep. stays with you. It's catchy yep. and it's pretty and it truly does have island vibes to it. Yep. And that's what I love. Anytime I go to an island, I I You go island boy. I literally made a video when toys. I was in Hawaii in November. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Promoting my show. Yeah. Hell yeah. With the saying Island Boy. Yeah. I don't even know the I just know the 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 beginning. Yeah. The first two words. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so and then Did you ever like Satchit? Because I really like Satchit. Yeah, that's so hard. Like, and you just live in it. Do you sit, sit and cry though? When you listen to like a sad song alone, do you cry every time? Because I no, cry I every time. Songs don't really make me cry. Okay. But movies will fucking slap the shit out of me. For sure. Same, same. Yeah. And I like it. Like, I'm not, I don't want to avoid it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like being wistful. Wistful. What's like that mean? Looking out the window. Oh, wow. Sort of. Uh-huh. Touching the like someone's watching or you just no, like I'm watching <laughs> the world and no and I'm like uh the earth a life. Like okay. this is all so like this rich uh-huh. what a rich experience. Right. But then um when you're seeing sadness, so that's different, right? Let's, it is. It's like you're looking out a window and you're seeing a woman trying to wake her dog who just died up, you know. Is that wistful? <laughs> Do you like that? That I would probably close the blind because I don't want to see that. Yeah, I just don't want to. But be, that's what then I got to worry about my dog and like, do I brush his teeth enough? But that's what a sad movie is or a sad song. Not Schindler's List. Um. <laughs> well, what I, do you there's mean? There's nothing. I don't go into a. Spin I'm pretty of like, sure there I, was a dead am dog. Am I saving in that? enough Jews? Oh, like it's so high. It's so. It's so like not. It's bigger than a dog. Yeah. Yes. The movie that makes that the Amy Winehouse documentary. Yeah, yeah. I've talked about it before on here. Destroyed me. Of course, yeah. Destroyed me. Of course, yeah. I I loved. I watched it four times. But Destroyed can, me every time. Yes, of course, yeah. I mean, and it and it should because you're human, and it's like a real thing that happens to people, and um and the and the loneliness and the sadness or whatever the pressures yeah. um that you can relate to, but also see it that other people are also maybe suffering, right, G- going through. And I, I get that. I already feel like I, 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 I see that. You exist in it already. Just from the friends I have or the yeah. stories that I know from people. Um, and also you lived in it. Maybe, yeah. It's not so... I don't think it's so much about me. Maybe, maybe. But I see it in my mom a lot, you know, and I see it every day. And so uh, I'll read about it. I'll read about the Amy Winehouse documentary and... It, this exactly what happens. Uh, the spoilers. I love spoilers. You do. I love spoilers because it takes the punch out of a sad thing. Yes, I'll read about it and and empathize with like the sadness or the tragic elements of the movie. And okay, know that oh, that's the arc they were able to reach or not reach, and just know that that was a fact in life. Or I'll re- maybe read the book or something. But yeah, but the movie when the music is there and the acting's going on or. You know, not a documentary, but the music's there. Yeah. <laughs> It'll hit harder. Yeah. Yeah, it helps. And seeing her face move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you did see the documentary? I didn't. Fuck. Yeah. You just read the spoilers. Y- yes. Yeah. And, you know, we all kind of. I mean, we know the story, but I'm like, yeah. You can tell me I like spoilers. No, 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 I don't. It's not even a matter of spoilers. It's just like you're better off seeing her sing. 
Right. And then cutting to an interview about her dirtbag boyfriend. No, that's true. You know what I mean? Like, right. like yeah. it's more effective. But that's true. if you don't need it, I have things like that. And I'm trying to think of what it is. Things you can't watch. Uh, or just things where somebody go, don't you want to date a funny person? And I'll be like, I don't need funny. Like I got funny. Oh, interesting. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not opposed to it, but it's not a re prerequisite. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like we need a thing that we don't have, I think. Maybe that's what it is. That would be cool to know it's as simple as that. Maybe, and maybe it is. I'm starting to think it is. <laughs> it's that, because I have sadness. Like I yeah. just feel it and see it a lot. Suffering. That's part, it's also part of your appeal. You are a little mouse, of course. Everybody knows <laughs> that. Uh -huh. uh, and you're, at least you're nice. And <laughs> there is a sadness to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To your essence. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Not, it's so. like subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be the first thing anyone said, but like, uh -huh. there is a, like, difficulties that you've seen. I can see that you've seen difficult. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Like Mr. Rogers. <laughs> no. No, Mr. Rogers. I he saw that. It. I saw that. Oh, you did. That wasn't that sad. He didn't. He was like, just loved people or yeah, something. Yeah, just like, so I think much. It was upbeat. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, I love people so much. Ah. And he would cry about it. I'm like, what? Where's that coming from? I never do that. <laughs> what makes you sad? I what do makes love you cry? People. I do love people. Like freaking the whale trailer made me cry. I didn't see. Did you see the movie? No, but I, I watched the trailer. And the trailer itself already. When he goes, people are incredible. I'm like, yeah, they fucking are. I guess I do cry for people. Yeah. I love people. <laughs> and so when he said that, I'm like, that's coming from a pain and like a loneliness. And But seeing the beauty, somebody helped him or touched him in a way. We're talking the whale. But in that scene, whatever that scene was taken out of context, uh -huh. I knew what that moment was about. And so then I freaking, I was like, oh my God. I was just crying just from the 45 second trailer or whatever. Um, so that's that's me. How and often so do you cry? I don't cry like in daily life situations, in real life situations. Uh, it's only when I'm watching something or like a fiction. Yeah, watching something. So once, uh, maybe twice a year. Am I a serial killer? <laughs> not if you haven't killed anybody. Oh, no, right. I mean, not a serial like, killer. Like, are you temperamentally like a serial killer? <laughs> Is twice yeah. a year good? Bad? <laughs> Is it good? <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. You tell me. I feel I, like you've taken steps like to help it's yourself probably less more. than most people, but like it's not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Here's a fucking very racial question. Yeah. Do you think we'll go with Taiwanese Asian women? Yeah. Are more stoic? Yeah, I think they are. Like any the women, well, I a know. lot of women I know that are Asian are there's like a stoicism. Yeah. That's like a let's not get ahead of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, let's not, it's a bit like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everybody chill. <laughs> <laughs> Let me figure this out. I don't know. I There's something I've noted that where I'm like, sense this thing of like, yeah. and I don't know if it's like historic yeah. or like, be, like what it's based on. Right. But it seems like pretty across the board. You know, just being raised by like two, two yeah. Asian women. Yeah, I kind of see that see it in them too. I I also rarely, rarely, rarely saw them cry. 
I think maybe I've seen my grandma cry like just three times maybe in my life. Yeah. My mom like twice. The whale trailer, obviously. When we were watching the whale trailer. And then the other time was when Kihue won the Oscars. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, I mean, I love when people, you know. I got to say, I do too. That's Part good. Of it is like, that means you're not a you serial know, killer. Yes, yeah, yeah. that you have empathy. Empathy, yeah. Yeah. Or it's like, my, or I'll be like, because I think that's going to be me. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it is. I really don't think it is. But it is exciting when a dream, when you fulfill a dream. Right, right. That's, that's what's been fun sorry, about. I'm still laughing about that's going to be me being the real reason someone no, cries. No, I know. Like, I, as like a showbiz <laughs> cynic, I'm like, or I maybe I think like when they see and then I'm me and my name. Yeah, yeah. When And you're just like, oh God, I just, when I when I put on a fat suit, you know, and do yeah, my role. Yeah, then they'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, here's the, it's a, it's the final question that I always do. Movie of your life. And this is a bigger question thematically. Mm-hmm. Movie of your life. Who plays you? What's the movie about? What's the character arc? I, and I have a secondary question, which is what do you, what meaning do you draw from your life? Uh-huh. Meaning like mentally ill mom, grandmother, like kind husband, this f- gift for gift and interest in comedy or like, what do you, do you think it means anything or you think it's random? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, meaning in life, I, I'll say that first because I feel like that's sort of just everyone's MO and like why we get up in the morning and stuff. Just like a, a connection to people, you know, and uh, giving people an experience that'll make them feel seen because, you know, I want to feel seen too and then Humans make me feel seen. So that's my MO every day with stand-up comedy, with performing, with the things I write, with my family, with the mental illness, with my husband. That's like my, kind of why I get up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay. To connect. Yeah. All right. Let's connect. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes that's not leaving the house and going to a coffee shop. Maybe that's like just going on Instagram or whatever. Right. That's okay too. Because, you know, I am a performer that does that, you know, is online too. So, you know, like, you know, that's just how I like to connect with people. And I don't drink coffee. Mm. But no, but I'm not in… Huge (laughs) mistake. What? Huge mistake. Oh my gosh. The people I could be meeting. But I rarely do go out during the day. So that's that's like my the meaning to life for me. Is connecting with people. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. To what end? And just to feel… A human connection. I think so that it's a mutual like you feel seen and I feel seen. We well like yeah. Okay. In whatever way I can do and like and I think with my jokes that's what I'm trying to do too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It is a fun thing with comedy where you like you say a new thing mm-hmm. and a thing people haven't thought of, but they and then they agree with it. A hundred percent. That's like my. It's the one thing. of my favorite things that is stand up comedy. Like, the it's kind of the I mean, it's not every joke isn't that, but yeah, kind of every joke is that, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, being uh, original with it just means like, you know, you say the thing no one said, yeah, right? and but they, everyone they was agree thinking so much, their body, yes, reacts involuntarily a hundred percent. That's yeah, 
we should define stand up like that more instead of just like set a punchline or tension release. It's it's speaking really, truth to power. Yeah, it's that punching that. up. Yeah, or that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. or whatever. No, it's it really to me. It's really is like a. That's I what see it, it is. as like because I was when you were saying you want to connect with the audience. I'm like I do too. Uh huh. But I want to connect as a rebuttal on behalf of everyone. Uh huh. Of like we're being bombarded with this. Can I just, may I speak? Yeah. May I get my rebuttal, sir? And yeah. then I go, say the thing. Yeah. Like this is stupid or silly or great or whatever. Yeah. But that is the, that's the point to me. Yeah. And that's ultimately making sure that the audience feels seen and that you feel seen at the same time. Yeah. I think that's just the, the messaging. You know? Yeah. Okay. This is my rebuttal. It's funny. Just on a side note, Margaret Cho talks about how like uh, everyone has the essential comedy. Everyone's essential comedy, and it's like a it's like a one liner like that that describes like um, she's like you know it, once you know what your essential comedy is, like all the jokes just flow out of you anyway because it's, it's you know so like for example Jerry Seinfeld she says is like is it me right that's his essential right. comedy same with John Mulaney is it me. Uh, Margaret said this and I was like, oh, weird. I've been me, like Ryan, my husband was like, because I was like, what is my perspective? And he said this and I was like, oh, and it weirdly happened to be the same as Margaret's, which is I didn't want to be here, but I am. Uh, <laughs> Earth, America. Uh, in general, right? Humanity. Humanity. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to be here, but I am. So yeah. I'm dealing with It's kind of my perspective. I think Great. yours is yours is that you already know, you know, your essential comedy. I didn't even think of it as my, but it, it really is I like it what is. I'm. Can I give a rebuttal? May I? <laughs> May I? Yeah. Yeah. Which is different than, is it me? You know, it's more like you've thought of the collective. Or like the thing bit. you said, like, we should do this again. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. The thing that's like. Right. The thing that no one will say. Because some of it's a rebuttal, but some of it's, some of it's like not collective. It's more just like. Yeah. Yeah. It is kind of collective though. It is kind of like, yeah. you say this, but like, oh, we all yeah. agree, like, but we're not living that. Let's be clear. We did five sketches on Chappelle's <laughs> show that had real in it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The word real, because it was so like the real version of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's like what, yeah. So, yeah. all right, tell me about the movie of your life. What do you think the point of you is? Oh gosh, I don't know. I don't I don't think about that. Yeah. You tell how. me. The point of me in yeah, I mean, is how about that connection thing? I also that's think why it's I went for the joy meaning. Uh-huh. finding quirky joy mm-hmm. in difficult circumstances. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. your outfit uh-huh. is to cheer other people up. Uh-huh. But you and I both know it's to cheer. No, a hundred percent. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Me dancing for people, that's cheering you up. But like, I need it too. Yeah. That's why when I post it, I watch it 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, ah, it is so fun. Ah, that is a fun dance, you know, or whatever. Even I like to watch my performances back for the craft too. But oh, I also like first it. First and foremost. But I also like it. I fucking, of course, love it that I'm like, oh, I made that them laugh that part. Yes, that's a good part. Yes, okay. Oh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think you should enjoy watching yourself because then you can, you know, serve others better. I don't know. I think this is a service industry, so. <laughs> yes. 
a lot of it's self-service. Sure. Of course. Yeah. Well, I don't even say that like judgmental. I just know like, I always want to do a joke. I don't know if I'll figure out how to, how to do it when comedians like do a big venue and they go, can you believe we did this? <laughs> I always want to go like, we didn't do this. <laughs> we didn't go to open mics and fucking eat shit. Right, right. I did it. A hundred percent. I'm yeah. fucking grateful. I'm so grateful that, but it's such a lie. That's true. That's to true. say that we did like. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, it's, a, it's to manipulate the audience. Right, right. So it's like, we're all Because you're not splitting side. the money with the audience. Mm, no, Can you true. believe we're splitting this <laughs> seven thousand ways? No, if we were, the audience need to like do like they need to do more. They, they need, need to pull their jokes. Weight. They yeah. do the jokes. Pitch, pitch them. They perform the jokes. But trust me, they would love to. Yeah, you're they right. They would love to. Oh no, they want to. Don't <gasps> give them any ideas. They are so scary sometimes, like that. You know, they, the relationship had a we funny have. Funny observation about. He hit the opening of one of his shows. He goes, you're all the funny people in your group. <laughs> they, they're like the kind of people who like comedy. Right. That will go to it are funny. That's so true. They do have a good sense of humor. You're yeah. Right. Well, they like us, which what could be better? Uh, but, I think so. But, yeah. Uh, meticulous taste, the highest taste. I mean, and, it's either that or it's like, I don't know why I'm here. Yeah. Well, it's there's like, certain people... <laughs> Did you? I don't know if you watched the correspondence dinner. Uh, Roy Wood did it on Saturday. Yeah, no, I missed that. Yeah, it's great. But there's a couple cutaways mm-hmm. to the audience where they're like, and it's like, yo, yeah. It was like, why are you there? I know, I know, because it's a comedy show, or it's yeah. going to be. It's ostensibly a comedy show. You have and they're to be like, seeking that out. Yeah. And I get it's not the invitees aren't comedy lovers. Yes. Yeah. So. In closing. In closing, yeah. And I, you play me. Thank you. I think very highly of you. I think you're really cool. And I think you're really funny. And I think you're, you are a little mouse. And you are a nice person. <laughs> but you're great. Thanks, real. Neil. No, yeah. I think you're awesome too. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. Thank you. And I, thanks for Shake thanks for it. having me. And I know now it's not because you felt bad. You didn't choose me on that no. Netflix competition show. Nope. Yeah. It's all genuine. <laughs> it's all <laughs> a rock on, dude. We're fucking That's cool, how you sign people. out, right? You sign yeah. out. You sign out saying this like a same word with uh, uh your guest, right? Keep crying. Crying. Never stop. Nap, stop crying. crying. You did you do it to the Yeah. You too, right? Yeah, and you did it with a finger? Yeah. Keep crying. Never stop. Never stop crying. crying. That's with blocks with Hold Neil. It. Blocks. Brendan. Brandon. Brandon. <laughs>